0: It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the Word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the Word. bye yeah, bye yeah, yeah. moment and meditate how blessed you are. We praise your name because we are blessed. We are more than blessed. to be blessed. When you say you are blessed, you're trying to say you're what inspires and causes prosperity. Listen, when you are blessed, you're trying to say you inspire and cause prosperity. So when you say you're blessed, you're talking about the inspiration. The inspiration that inspires. You understand. The inspiration that causes prosperity. It means prosperity is because you're blessed. It's so simple. And so when we're here singing and saying we are blessed, that's what we are trying to say. Learn, listen, learn to have those times in God, not here only. Learn, it's just it's a habit. It's a learn to have fun in God. Learn to worship Him. Praise God. I dare you to have a normal life. You can't. You can't. You cannot. Just learn to speak in tongues. Randolobo. you in a taxi. Just don't, don't worry about those guys. Learn to speak in tongues, learn to raise your hands out of the blue, out of the blue, out of the blue. I was at a function sometime, and this Muslim guy, Kololo Airstrip, and he, he walks away from the crowd. He goes into an empty space and gets on his and bows his head. Ah do you know what do you, do you know what he was trying to tell people publicly? Five minutes there. He bowed his knees. But we have a Christian full of the Holy Ghost. Hey, hey. That's why we're in Fanero. That's why we're in Fanero. Praise God. Praise God. Let's get to the Word. Let's get to the Word. First Samuel chapter 31, verse 1. First Samuel chapter 31. I'll read from the Amplified Version. The Bible says, Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before them and fell slain on Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines pursued Saul and his sons. And slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Malkishua, Saul's sons. The battle went heavily against Saul. Praise God. The battle went heavily against Saul. And the archers severely wounded him. Saul said to his armor bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through. Lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and abuse and mock me. But his armor bearer would not, for he was terrified. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Now listen. This is a battle. Saul is in a battle. Praise God. And as Saul is in battle, the Bible says the Philistines were pursuing them. And as the Philistines are pursuing him, them, the Bible says the archers had had. Listen, they had hit Saul. Praise God. In verse, in verse 4. Verse 3, the Bible says the battle went heavily against Saul. Praise God. So the battle was not Saul's way. It didn't go Saul's way the way Saul would have wanted. The Bible says the battle went against Saul. Okay? And the archers severely wounded him. That means Saul is running and the archers actually had shot him. They had hit him with an arrow and probably he was bleeding. And the Bible says he was seriously wounded. Now because... He was wounded. Probably he could not run that far anymore. So he looks at them coming his way. Then he tells his armor bearer. He says, You know what? Slay me, kill me right now. Lest these uncircumcised men shall play with me. You understand? You see, let me tell you, there was there was <laughs> there was a pride these guys had in. Praise God. That uncircumcised man could not touch him. He couldn't. He said, Lest these guys play with my body. He says, You do it. Armor bearers are men that lift the king's armor. It means their responsibility is to bear up the armor of the king. They are the closest men to him. So Saul looks and says, you know what? Instead of these Philistines killing me and playing with my body and making a joke of me, why don't you kill me? Praise God. Now, the, I, love, I love the armor bearer because when you study, if you studied the Bible, you realize that Abimelech, actually, the Bible says he had gone in to capture the men In the palace and the bible says a woman hit him with something on the head and then he looked at the woman and the woman was coming to kill abimelech praise god so he looked at his armor bearer and said kill me before listen, "lest a woman kill me you see a king could not believe that a woman could kill him a king cannot be killed by a woman he said this woman cannot kill me so the bible says the armor bearer actually slay abimelech okay so listen there's a situation where Abimelech has actually been slain by his armor-bearer. The reason for an armor-bearer is to lift up. They protect the king. Praise God. So, at this moment, Saul is in the very experience, the same experience as Abimelech. The Bible says his armor-bearer was afraid to slay the king. Praise God. Now, let's just read verse 4. So Saul, because the armor bearer was terrified, he refused. The Bible says, so Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Verse 5. When his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he likewise fell upon his sword and died with him. As in, he had no business without the king. He had no business. You understand? He had no business without the king. There was no business. You understand me? Listen, listen. When we became born again, we have no business without Christ. We have no business. We ceased having business. Do you understand me? The Bible says "This armor bearer. When he saw the king dead, the Bible says he also fell on the sword and died. He saw no purpose in life. (laughs) He saw no purpose. He saw no reason for living. The Bible says he was afraid. So listen. To cut the long story short, Saul is dead. The man the Lord had anointed at one time, He was the anointed of the Lord. The Bible scriptures tell us he had been rejected of God. Praise God. Now at this moment, the story, I'll leave it there. Okay? I'll leave it there. Let's go to the next verse. 2 Samuel chapter 1. The Bible says, Now after the death of Saul, when David returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites, he stayed two days in Ziklag. When on the third day a man came from Saul's camp, with his clothes torn and dust on his head, when he came to David, he fell to the ground and did obeisance. David said to him, where have you come from? He said, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. I have escaped from the camp of Israel. I have escaped from the camp of the people of the Lord. Praise God. David said to him, how did it go? Tell me. He answered, the men have fled from the battle. Many have fallen are dead. Saul and Jonathan and his son are dead also. Verse 5. David said to the young man, how do you know? How do you know that Saul and Jonathan, his son, are dead? The young man said, By chance I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and saw Saul leaning on his spear. And behold, the chariots and horsemen were close behind him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me, and I answered, Here I am. He asked me, Who are you? I answered, I'm an Amalekite. He said to me, Rise up against me and slay me, for terrible dizziness has come upon me, yet my life is still in me, and I will be taken alive, praise God verse 10, so I stood up against him, I slew him because I was sure he could not live after he had fallen, so I took the crown on his head and the bracelet on his arm and have brought them here to my Lord listen, this guy is telling a story, he's giving a narration of the account of what happened to to Saul and Jonathan he's giving an account praise God, let's go to the next scripture It's quite long, you'll forgive me, but it's necessary. Then David grasped his own clothes. The Bible says he tore them. So did all men with him. They mourned and wept for Saul and Jonathan and fasted until evening for the Lord's people and the house of Israel. Are you seeing me? The Bible says they fasted till evening for the Lord's people and the house of Israel. Are you getting me? There was a revelation David had of Saul. Because Saul was down, the Bible says he fasted. He fasted for the Lord's people and the house of Israel. It means when the king is down, the Bible says David. The Bible tells tells us he was a man after God's own heart. That's very understanding there is that David actually carried the heart of God. He didn't just have a heart after. David was the very picture of a man with the very heart of God. The very heartbeat of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So the Bible says he fasted till evening. It means this young man has given him a story. The guy tears his clothes, praise God. He gets on his knees. The Bible says they prayed and fasted till evening. Till evening, praise God. Because of their defeat in battle, praise God. Now David, after this, David said to the young man, who told him? He said, he asked a question. Do you realize I want you to... Listen, with the eyes, with the ears of the spirit. He asked him a question. He said, where are you from again? He, he looked at this young man. He said, where are you from? Where, listen, where are you from? Where, listen, what kind of species are you? You understand? Where, listen, where do you come from? Praise God. David, listen, David after praying and fasting, he looked at the man and said, where do you come from? Where? Let's continue. He answered, I am the son of a foreigner, an Amalekite. Listen, this gentleman had actually said this probably two or three times. So Saul actually knew who he was dealing with. But he asked a deeper question. He asked, human, where do you come from? Praise God. David called one, the young man, and said, no, listen, verse 14. David said to him, why were you not afraid? To stretch forth your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed. Listen, David's issue was, okay, the man of God. Okay, you said the king, praise God, was about to die. And the Bible says you, 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 you stretched forth your hand and killed him yourself. You don't, listen, you stretched forth your hand and killed the Lord's anointed. You, you stretched forth your hand. You opened your mouth, okay, and spoke about the Lord's anointed. He says, where do you come from? listen what kind listen what kind of species are you how do, how dare you now we, you know, let me tell you something you sometimes you need to, you need to you need to travel through the scriptures you need to, listen if it's a mo- listen like the way you watch a movie you need to travel and understand the scriptures understand the heart of david why were you not afraid to stretch forth your hand and to destroy the lord's anointed verse 15 david called one of the young men and said go near and fall upon him And he smote him so that he died. Verse 16. David said to the fallen man, Your blood be upon your head, for you have testified against yourself. You have testified against yourself, saying, I have slain the Lord's anointed. Now, you need to understand something very carefully. This young man actually never slain. He never, he never, he never killed the king. But what audacity do you have to come for? You never killed the man. And because you're before a king, praise God, You come and tell him a story that you have, listen, that you yourself have slain the Lord's anointing. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, give me the King James, King James, King James, same verse. And David said unto him, thy blood be upon your head, for your mouth has testified against you. Listen, for your mouth, your mouth has testified against you. Now, the the moral of the story is this. The man actually never did it. But the Bible says his mouth testified against himself. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about the testimony of Christ. Praise God. The the testimony of Christ. The testimony of who we are in Christ. The testimony of, listen, the Bible says the testimony of Christ. The Bible says, ye little children are of God. When the Bible says you are of God, he's actually trying to say you come from God. You hail from God. So I want to explain again. I want to talk about the testimony that hails from Christ. Because, listen, listen, that man actually never killed. He never killed. He never killed. But there was something on that man. Listen, that's why David asked the question. He says, where are you from? What kind of man are you? How can you testify of something you haven't done? So the Bible says, listen, right now, that young man's blood is upon his head. Why? Because he has... Testified against himself. Praise God. He has testified against himself. The scripture talks about a place in Ephesians chapter 3. He talks about something very important. The Bible says, do not let any corrupt communication proceed forth from your mouth. Do not. Do not let. The word let meaning you can feel like saying a corrupt word. But the scripture says, do not let. Do not let. Now, let me tell you something. The very picture there in the Old Testament actually draws the very picture of the man in Christ, the new man in Christ. Because, listen, when you study the story very carefully, this man actually didn't do it. The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God does not commit sin. So it means there are things that you can no longer do because you are born of God. Do you understand me? The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God does not commit sin. Why? David looks at this man and says, what kind, what kind of species are you? How, the Bible says, the inhabitants of Zion shall not say, shall not say. It means a man can be sick, but he shall not say. Because, listen, by the testimony of Christ, that man is not sick, praise God. By the testimony of Christ, that man is the righteousness of God. So the Bible says, Let know. You see now that's where the temptation is. By nature, you are born of God. The moment you became born again, you became another species. That's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, the Bible says he's a new creation. He doesn't call him a man, he calls him a creation. A creation because when you received Jesus Christ let me tell you church when you received Jesus Christ your life changed how did it change you ceased being a mere man when you became born of God you stopped being what i see with my naked eye are you getting me that's why you are here we listen listen one of the reasons why men don't understand what's happening here is that because men look at us with a naked eye when a man is born again, the Bible says he is born from above. It means he comes from a realm not of this world. That's why Jesus said, we are not of this world, though we are in this world. Praise God. We are not of this world, yet we are in this world. Now listen, let me, let me, let me, let me help you understand something very clearly. Christ in you. The Bible says, Christ in you. The, scripture, the, the understanding of Christ is the anointed. It means the anointed in you, the hope of glory. The the, the anointed in you, the hope of glory. It means when a man was born again, it's Christ, listen, Christ takes on the form of a body. Do you understand me? It means, yes, you will receive Jesus Christ. You said, I am born again. It's now Christ. Listen, the Bible says the word was made flesh. When you are born again, it's the word putting on the flesh of a man. You understand? So when you're walking, the Word walks and enters Fanero and sits and praises its hands. Praise God. And says, I am blessed. You understand? And says, I am graced. That's why Paul says, you, he says, you, you, you have not so learned Christ. You, you haven't so learned Christ. The biggest problem in the body of Christ, and I'll put it, when a man is filled with the Holy Ghost, the man is perfect by nature. A man is filled with God himself. When you study the testations of Jesus Christ, the Bible says after he was baptized, the scripture tells us in Luke, he returned. And the Bible says he was led to the desert. And the Bible tells us that he was tempted of many things. Praise God. The first temptation, the first temptation was turn this stone into bread. Now, listen. The scripture tells us that Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost. Understand the revelation of baptism. The Bible says he was baptized in the water. Okay? The scripture tells us, and um, No man can enter the kingdom of God except he be born of the water and the spirit. Praise God. So he's emerges from the water. He's born of the water. And the Bible says the spirit of God descended on him as like a dove. So it was a true testimony of a man born again. Praise God. Like a dove. So the scripture says after that he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was tongue speaking. Praise God. There is no testimony. Actually there is no account of any miracle before that happened. But the scripture says he was led into the desert he was led into the wilderness and the first testimony of the first trial was turn this stone the scripture says stone not stones this stone into bread the message is turn the law to become your message let the law be your message that's listen when any man is born again that's the first temptation the law the works of the flesh being a man's message you people be careful be careful stop sleeping around that's the first temptation of the church. It's so the first, turning the message, the stone, the law of Moses into the message to men. Because listen, the law, the law speaks to the flesh. The the law, listen, the law communicates to the flesh. It's telling you what not to do. Many of you, as you are growing up, your mothers told you, listen, don't, don't, don't. After they had baked, they said, don't pinch the cake. Immediately they said, don't. As soon as she's gone, you find yourself pinching. understand? Me, I remember myself as a victim. How's a victim? I was a victim. Praise God. I, listen, me, I was a victim. Me, I'm not holy like you. You guys are saints. Listen, I pinched that cake. I ate those samosas, you understand, before time, eh? That when, when the time comes, I said, we, but we had 40 samosas. There are 36, you understand? <laughs> the law, the law, the law, the law. Listen, the message. The message was my, the problem. The, uh, the kid, the, listen, the kid is not funny. Listen, your son is not wicked, like you say. Like, this cowboy is wicked. He steals samosas. That's what they were telling many of you. No, listen, the message. Listen, making that message the bread of men. So Jesus responds. I love him. He responds. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. Now listen, the revelation is there. Is that a man born again, because he carries a body, he also lives by bread, physical bread for the flesh. Okay? But he says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but he shall live by every Rema. Is that word Rema that comes. Rema. Oh, Rabba Sapa. Every Rema. Every Rema that comes from the living God. Rema. The offensive word. Listen, the reason why many of you here, many come for Rema. You know, there's a word that pushes you forward. You understand? Not logos, the written word. Rema. He says, man shall live. Oh, Rabasha. He says, Jesus answered him and saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every Rema of God. Every Rema. That's your bread. That's the bread of a spirit man. The bread of a spiritual man. Now listen, the natural method is if you find If you find one that has not eaten bread, they're probably very skinny. Praise God. They're not eating food. They're bony. That's the very picture of men not receiving the remor of God. You find, this and malnourished Christians, you understand? They're like, man, Christianity is hard. (laughs) The cross, man, carry your cross, you understand? (laughs) Mr. Sekaran, carry your cross, you understand? (laughs) Rhema. Every rhema. The offensive word of the spirit. Can I tell you something? If you're stuck today, you just need Rema. That's all, that's all, that's all, that's all, that's all, all. all. Listen, there's a word, yeah, that, listen, if you don't want to stand up, listen, let me help you understand sometimes. Sometimes when we are praying, most men of God understand. Rema is a specific word, okay, for that moment, for that, listen, to move you from one place to another. That's all you need. It's a specific word of the spirit that, listen, ushers you into another realm. Now listen, it's a word. Sometimes it's not even just a word. It's, it's a sound. Sometimes you're speaking in tongues. Then you say, hey, that A has a meaning. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? You don't understand. Listen, as I'm praying, then I say, hey, now in the spirit there's a meaning something has broken something has changed something has moved do you understand me that's how we listen that's why we're not normal we are not normal we are not normal a lady came into my office the other day for one reason she said listen i was listening to apostle grace's cd and my mother was there with fibroids listen as she was listening the fibroids left Then she told me, Pastor Zach, the reason why I came to your office also. She said, when the lady was also, I was playing your CD and with my roommate. The roommate was in her room with her. So this lady is listening to my CD. The other one is just doing her business. The girl was listening, not, not paying attention. She said immediately she got slain for like three minutes. Then she stood up. Then she asked her friend, what's that? So the girl came to my office. I said, Pastor Zach, what is thing? explain? <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> man shall not live by bread alone, but by every mouth of God. Listen, the spirit man lives by every mouth of God. That's why we love League Randaba. If I call apostle Emma here, he will pray the whole day. Why? Because, listen, there's something. Listen, and when you understand it, it's as though you're addicted. You're addicted. Pastor Nixon the other day called me and told me something, which by permission, I'm going to say here. He said, man of God, there's something wrong. I said, what's wrong? As I entered the house, and we entered my bed with my wife, I just woke up. I opened the door. And I went to some church to pray. She didn't know. You understand? He prayed till morning. I said, <laughs> we just laughed. I said, listen, man, don't worry. This thing is mad. And he came back with breakfast. Praise God. Listen, there is something. You understand? There is, listen, there is something, listen, that has messed us up. We, we, we are no longer normal. We are no longer normal. That's why, listen, that's why you're here by the thousands. It's no mistake. You're here by the Father Because, listen, all of you, every person in this place, there's a word that ushers you into this place. There's a word that has brought you here in this place. The Bible says no man comes to the Father except he draw them. So he sends Rema, praise God, and they come. Except he draw you. Listen, if you have a problem, today I've given you the solution. That's, that's it, Rema. You spend time in the Word. Spend time in the Word. Spend, listen, get mad. Spend time. Now listen. Do you see the temptation of Jesus? The, first, the response. That's how he responded. He gave us an answer. He showed us how to. He showed us the pattern. It means, listen, when a man is born again, the biggest temptation is to preach the law. He's trying to preach to what he sees. He's trying to minister to the flesh. He does not discern that this guy is actually not the flesh. He's a spirit man. The Bible says God is a spirit. So one who is born of God is a a spirit. So how do you minister to a spirit? You minister to a spirit by the spirit. That's it. That's it. That's it. But you guys, be careful. Can't you? No, no. Listen, don't mess up. The Bible says the letter killeth. The letter killeth. The letter killeth. The letter killeth. But the spirit giveth life. Listen, many men, many men, let me tell you something. That's why many of you actually from different ministries, I have a problem. When, I, when someone ministers, even my skin starts changing, I become darker. <laughs> it kills me from the inside, you understand me? That's why some of you, when you had this message, like you said, <clears throat> you understand, oh my God. You came, listen, that was your expression. The message produced life in you. That's why we are going to draw them by the millions. You understand? By the millions. By the millions. We are going to draw them by the... Listen, I don't care what you think. I don't... Listen, we passed that level. You understand? Paul said, I'm not only ready to be bound in chains, but I'm also ready to die. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. You understand? Listen, if... Let me show you something. If there's nothing you can die for in this world, you are not worth living. You're not... Listen, if there's nothing... They said, listen... And I'm sorry if it's your children. No, my children. I can't die for my kids. I can't. I can't. But listen, there's a purpose. You understand? That one who brought the kids, I can't, listen, that's the only one. Paul, you are talking to a dead man, telling him you're going to be bound in chains in Israel. He's a dead man. You're telling him you're going to arrest a dead man. He said, I'm not only ready to be bound in chains, but I'm also ready to die. Now no, listen, listen, listen. Listen, we are dead, and let me tell you something. When a man is dead to the world, he can only be alive to something. Are you hearing me? If you, you, to be alive unto God, you can only be dead to the world. You can only be dead to the world. It means the world looks at you and says he's dead. What do you do to dead men? You bury them. It means, listen, the world also buried you. Oh, okay? rasa and you say, "I have a listen. I'm, I'm sick." Why do you testify against yourself? Why, child of God, child of God, don't make that mistake. Why do you testify against yourself? This week, I had an experience, and I, I listened. I said, Why are we listen? We're going to mess up this world. No wonder Jesus said, Be of good cheer, I have overcome it. He said, he's saying, The realm of the senses, I've overcome. He said, Be of good cheer, the physical world, I have overcome. Listen, what is physical? I have overcome. I have a type. He said, I have overcome. Are you getting me? I've got a cancer. I, he said, I have overcome. I've got no money. He said, that one. <laughs> this The sense realm. The sense realm. The sense realm. Can I tell you something? Where we come from, there is no church member who can come to me as a pastor and say I'm sick. There's no one. There's none. I have never been. There's no one. If they say they can repent for two years. Why? Listen, that's how we have grown up. They're dead. They're dead to the world. Can I tell you something? Where we come from? The other Holy Ghost was, I was talking about, I was thinking about death in this regard. In this regard... I asked ever since I went... I started going to the ministries I go to... I realized we have not recorded... A dead... Cha- listen... We have never lost a someone in the ministry... We have never... Listen... For, we have never... Have we ever lost... I said, what's the problem? He said... I said, what's the problem? I, listen... I said, what's the problem? I, I realized... I realized we have no... Listen... In... Her, listen... <laughs> where we come from? I realized... I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? How, do we have a problem in church? We don't bury people. Ah! This is your message. You can't die. It's too late to die. It's too late. <laughs> what if, uh, pastor? For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. For you are dead. So the meaning of being dead is your life is hid in Christ. Get it from me in the message. Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is in your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> ah.
0: Why do you testify against yourself? That's the problem. That's listen. Listen, that's the problem in the body of Christ. There is so much sin in church. 100 people are sleeping. Manage, let's pray for our children. Th- this world is taking them. You know, you know but let's pray. They are at Garden City. They are at Centenary Park. They are smoking. Why do you testify against yourself? Why? 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 Mude, 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 Mude. You understand? Mude, Mude. One day I was in the ministry without praying for children. They said, Sister, so you pray for the ones at Garden City. <laughs> Our teenagers, yes, <you> <laughs> sir. Oh! Do you see? That's the law. The biggest temptation in the body of Christ is to turn the stone into bread. You can't, listen, you can't feed a spirit man by the law. Paul says, listen, by the law, listen, he says, I felt all conspicuousness. Get, get me that scripture. Listen, get me that scripture. I want to show you what you do to people. He says, but sin taking occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of conspicuous. Okay? For without the law, sin was dead. It means without the law, sin is dead. This is the scripture. Get it from me in the Amplified. Amplified. But sin finding opportunity in the commandment to express itself, got a hold on me and aroused and stimulated all kinds of forbidden desires. Last covetousness. For without the law, sin is what. Yes. The sense of it is what. Under what? Yes. Oh! Yes. Listen now. Now I dare you, by the masses of the living God. If you're a member of to go and preach the law, and you can't. Today you have failed. Even though you're a visitor, you have failed. Where I come from, where we come from. One day I've been ministering many times. And then I asked the Lord, why is it that I don't see many people with. Listen, sometimes you're preaching, ask the preachers here. And there's no person putting on specs or glasses. One day I was actually preaching. And a man came and said, Pastor Zach, as you are preaching, I felt embarrassed. I said, What's wrong? He said, I have specs. I told him, I told him, You are free now to see. You are free. Now listen, if you're a member of Fanero, if you have specs, it's now fashion. You understand the revelation. It's fashion. 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 Fashion, fashion, fashion. Oh we we'll fashion. I'll also put them on for fashion one day. <laughs> You have to see. Let me tell you, the first dimension in the spirit is a man seeing. You can't see in the spirit and have, listen, you have a problem with physical eyes. You can't. That's why it can only be fashion. The Bible says, listen, the first dimension in the spirit is faith. The Bible says through faith we understand. Through faith we understand. That the world's aeon, the ages, eternity, were framed by the word of God. Eternity was framed by the word of God. The Bible says, so that things that are seen are not made by things that are appear. Last week, let me tell you, you think we are playing? Last week, we were guys, we were driving here. Okay? People were driving. As I speak right now, we received two cars in the ministry. I won't mention their names. Two cars. The ones I know, the ones I know, the ones who came to testify to me are two. One got a discovery, another one got a trooper, free of charge. Why? We understood through faith. We understood that the worlds were framed by the word of God, that things that appear are not made by things which are are seen. It means the invisible realm, the realm where you bring forth everything you want. Was brought forth by the word of God. So when you carry the word of God. When you carry the word of God. Paul says in the message version. Acts Colossians 3.1. He says if you're really serious about this resurrection life. Act like it. Act. 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 It doesn't matter what your husband said. Act. Act. Oh. Act. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? Act. Why? Because your real life is in Christ. The real one. So this one which is not real. Has to act the life of the real one. Are you getting me? Because listen. This body is not the real life. Why? 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 The Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. He's in the blood. It's in the blood. That means if I want to check what your blood type is, I check your blood and you tell me it's blood group A, B, A, B, that that kind of thing. But when, when I try and think about the man that's born again, the Bible says by the faith of the operation of God. The Bible says God raised Jesus Christ from the dead by the spirit. The Bible listen. the spirit man raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That means it's the very life in the one who's born again. Your real life is the spirit. That's why God the scripture says you are a spirit. Your real life is a spirit. That's why Paul listen Paul amazes me when he says words like the spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall give life to your motto that one to that mot- that one, that one, that thing I see with my naked eye. The Bible says, The spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall give life, shall invigorate your mortal body. He's there, he says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, does it dwell in you? Yes. Does it dwell in you? Yes. The Bible says, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, the Bible says, give life. Vitalize your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. That's why, listen, HIV. Tell, I remember one time I was in the ministry and the lady said she had it. I told her to laugh. She just laughed. We just laughed. She laughed and got healed of HIV. We laughed. Ha <laughs> <Yeah>. ha. <laughs> ah, that's it. It quickens as you laugh. The Bible says he that is here in the heaven also laughs. So the spirit is also laughing. <laughs> before you know it. Before you know it, HIV is no more. Listen, can I tell you something? The true testimony of healing is not in the body. The true testimony of healing is what he did more than 2,000 years ago. In the, he did something. He, it's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. That's why, listen, if you, if you watch us do healing, you'll laugh. It's crazy. I remember we used to go to Mulago a few years ago and be mad. There's a time we emptied the heart isn't in the Institute heart institute of Mulago. We, we, everybody was out of that hospital. We went to the bone section. People were putting up their hands like popcorn because life had entered. You understand? Life had come into Mulago. And let me tell you something. We have a plan. I discussed this with the Apostle Grace about two or three years ago. We have a plan. That's why we are preaching the word now. We have a plan. We want to get about 500 guys. 500. We send 500 to every major hospital in Kampala. We'll write letters to the administration. We tell them we are coming to empty the hospital. We are going to send, you understand? We are going to empty, you understand? Empty. 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 We shall call NTV, you understand? Empty. Then One of our chief ushers shall be saying in MTV, he said, Excuse me, what's happening? We don't understand. The hospital is empty. What's wrong? This is something Jesus Christ did to more than 2,000 years ago, it's long time ago. Long time ago, empty. I remember I, I, we went, we, we, we rarely go to the private ward. I remember we rarely went to the private ward. I remember very well. We used to always go to that crazy places where you can't, you enter Mulago and you're like, mm, you understand. So we, we entered. A private room. I remember. I think was that with Apostle Michael. I don't remember. And some. So this guy had been fresh. They had just put metals in his leg. Apostle Michael remembers. So I told him. He said they just operated me in the morning. They are metals. They said I may walk like maybe in like three months. <laughs> I looked at the guy. I said no. I said you're going to walk now. You understand? <laughs> we made the guy walk. <laughs> he looked at us and said, "You guys, you chat guys are crazy." You know what I say? <laughs> they are crazy. He walks there. He walks. I remember another time, I was. I think we were with Derek and the science group. Uh, their problem was, we were making men walk before time. So I remember that the, the, the wardens were telling us, you guys, you know what you are doing, you know? So now we have decided we are going to go with a bigger force, you understand? Mulago Hospital 500, Mengo Hospital 500, Zambia 500. By listen, our target, by midday, midday, all hospitals are empty. I'm telling you, we are going to do it. We have to. listen. I can't. There's, there's, There's some things I can't listen. I can't go to the fullness to be with my father before I see them. There's some things they have to say. You know, these guys, these born again guys are a force. They have to say it. They have to. They have to. They, listen, listen, they have to. If you don't believe, I want you to be part of the 500. That's all, that's all I'm asking. Be part, enter there. That testimony of Christ. There's a place where the scriptures talk about something very interesting. The Bible talks in Acts 5, it talks about the works of the apostles. They were demonstrating the power of God. The Bible says thousands were added daily. Daily. Oh, daily. Get it for me. Get it for me. Acts 5, somewhere. Acts 5. Acts 5. I want to show you that what actually what I'm talking about is an old thing. In fact, I want to look for crazier stuff. It's too old. It's too old. Acts 5. It's too old. Let me get it. Say it's working. Acts 5. Acts 5. I haven't yet begun preaching the message. <laughs> I haven't yet begun preaching my message. Fanero is crazy. But this is the message anyway. Acts 5. Acts 5. Let me read it from my Bible. He'll catch up with me. He'll catch up with me. Say it's working. Verse 12, Acts 5, verse 12. Now, by the hands of the apostles, special messengers, numerous startling signs and wonders were being performed among the people. And by common consent, they all met together at the temple in the covered porch walk called Solomon's. And none of those who were not of their number dared to join and associate with them. But the people held them in high regard and praised and made much of them. These were the apostles. Verse 14. More and more they were being added to the Lord, those who believed. Those who acknowledge Jesus as their savior and devoted themselves to him, joined and gathered with them crowds, both of men and women. So that even kept carrying out the sick into the streets, placing them on couches and sleeping pads in the hope, in the hope that as Peter passed by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. <laughs> now listen, I'm talking about as I am in Javas having my, having what? sandwich. People are in, listen, you know Javas nakumat, the corner, they're laying dead men, you understand? They're saying Pastor Zach, after he's done, we shall let them, his car, when his car is passing, the shadow of his car shall heal them all. Listen, 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 Peter was not planning to heal men, no. It's men who are hoping, men were hoping in Peter, that his shadow, they say, okay, he's a man of God, we respect him, we can't touch him, but his shadow only. We just need his shadow. Makasaba. <laughs> Oh, they just need the shadow of my X five. You understand? My X five, the shadow. Once it sets like so, you see them taking dead men. Off, that's it. That's it. Listen, this was the faith of people to Peter, not Peter, not Peter. They are saying over, oh, "How do I heal with a shadow?" I remember someone asked me, Pastor Zach, like, "How do I heal with a shadow?" I told him, "No, no, no. That's not your business. That's their business. That's their business." You see, you you carry a blessing that inspires and causes prosperity. The the grace in you, listen, listen, men can think. They can get in their houses and they think about you. How they are going to get that blessing that's upon your life. Men are meditating. Men are meditating. Men are meditating. This Monday, let me tell you, for me, I have crazy testimonies. This Monday, I was presenting a report at work for my, for the quarter, the first quarter, Jan, Faber, and March. And when I looked at the report, it was well done, but it was not my kind of report. Are you getting me? He didn't have my attributes. Are you getting me? I didn't see a 100%. I, I didn't see it. Because of many reasons that even don't have to do with me. We were short of stuff. And, but still, listen, I, I can, me, I can't present. I Listen, I passed that level. I can no longer present a shoddy report. It's not possible. So I looked at my marks. And then the Holy Ghost, I was there before preparing the report. And the Lord said, listen, the Bible says you have been sealed to the Holy Ghost. You are sealed. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And all things are of God. Anything. My reports are of God. Oh, when I understood, I began speaking in tongues. I looked at the report. I entered the room. I began presenting. As I, The first time I began presenting, even the, even the projector for the first time died. <laughs> the projector couldn't. It couldn't. So they said, they said, asking, which has never happened to us, that the projector, I was now looking at, I was like this, you know, holding my mouth. Then they said, you know what, just read for us. I read the report conf- with confidence, not fear. The Bible says fear torments. I have not given you the spirit of fear, but I've given you one with power, love, and a sound mind. So I began reading the report. As I'm reading, I finished. I said, guys, that's, that's my report. My boss says, tells the committee, guys, any questions? They first kept quiet for a little bit. Then, then the first lady said, um, these guys are doing a wonderful job. That's the first report. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> You don't understand me. They that observe lying vanities. The Bible says forsake their own masses. You forsake. At that point, I can't testify against myself. For me to say that the report is funny, is funny. So even then, they testify. <laughs> I understand this, right? Understand this life in Christ. See, I'm the best. I'm the best there is. It doesn't matter what my report looks like. No, because of the Zoe I carry. You understand me? This report has Zoe, it has the life of God. Let me tell you something. The Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke, it breaks anything. Anything. When you're anointed, it's unfair for men who are working with you. It's unfair. You can't be anointed, and listen, you're there spending time with no more people. No more men. Senses, senses, senses. Five, 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 smelling, hearing, and what? Hey, hey. When you're murdered, you can fire your boss, you can change him. Are you getting me? You can, you can, you understand? That's it. That's it. Can I tell you? That's where you come. That's why you, you understand. That's why you come. That's why you hear, because you're hearing. You see now. Listen. Let me continue with my story. Let me, let me continue. Acts five, Acts five. So that they even kept carrying out the sick unto the streets, placing them on couches, sleeping pads, in the hope that as Peter passed by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. Next line. And the people gathered also with the, from the towns and, and hamlets around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those who were troubled with foul spirits. They were all cured. Praise God. Next line. Next line. But the high priest rose up. Oh, 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 oh. That's the problem. The law. He stood up. Hey, what are they doing in town? What are they doing? Who do they think they are? Who do they think to hold a meeting? Who do they think they are? But the high priest rose up, and all who were his supporters, that is, the party of the Sadducees, okay? And being filled with jealousy, and indignation, and rage, they said they are cult. Are you getting me? Next line. They seized and arrested the apostles. Special, yeah. How can you arrest special messengers? How? And put them in the public jail. King James, they say, they put them in the common jail. They try to disregard them. It means these guys were crazy. They were supposed to be in maximum prison. But they said, no, 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 let's belittle them. Let's put them in the commoners. They put, that's more trouble. That's more, tell your neighbor, that's trouble. That's trouble. Look, say, eh? Next line. But, oh, rasha, galaba. Eh, ya, ba, ayah, da, The Bible says, but, you see, there was a guy uncomfortable. There was, there's a realm uncomfortable. Let me tell you, when you come to certain realms in God, there are some things that can no longer happen to you. Listen, there are some things that can no longer, they can no, you can no longer stay down in prison. Me, 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 I don't get sick. I can't die in an accident. I passed that level. You understand me? I can't. There's a special, the Bible says, but the angel of the Lord, by night opened. You see, you see, you, when you become, when you grow in the spirit, you start understanding the ministry of the angelics. You start, you start functioning by that revelation of the angelics. The Bible says, listen, the Bible say, talks about angels in the Psalms. He says they hearken to the voice. They, 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 the word hearken means that he's waiting for Pastor Zach to say, finish him, and, you understand? That realm, they respond. Now listen. He says, "Bless the Lord, ye His angels that excel." Now the angelic excels in strength. It's not strong, ah. Uh-uh. The angelic is not strong. The angelic excels in strength. It's not strong, ah. Uh-uh. To be strong is a weakness. You understand me? It excels in strength. But bless the Lord, ye His angels that excel in strength, that do His command. They do, they do. They are ones who do. They do His commandments, hearkening unto the voice of His word. And to, when I say I am, I am the righteousness of God. They're hacking. They're hacking. They, they're, they're uncomfortable. They're not that's their business. They're not comfortable. So the Bible says, but the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord. Say the angel of the Lord. The Bible says, by night he opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said. Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. He it says, it's all. All the words of this life. This, this Zoe, this abnormal, this supernatural life. He says, go stand in the temple and tell them all the words of this life. There was no amount of fasting, prayer. Next slide. And when they heard that, they entered into the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest came and they, 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 they that were with them called the council together and all the senate of the children of Israel and sent to prison to have them brought out. I think madmen, senses. They, their mind is, okay, yesterday we put them in prison. So now go and bring them. Now they are talking. I imagine. In that prison, yesterday, uh, there these funny cult we, we arrested in Kampala. They're in prison. Now you go. <laughs> it's unfair. Say it's unfair. It's unfair. But when the officers came and found them not in the prison, they re- give me King James. I like the way King James says it. But when the officers came and found them not in the prison, they returned and told, okay? Ah, give me Amplified, the previous scripture. Amplified. But when the attendants arrived there, they failed to find them in the jail. So they came back and reported. Next line. We found the prison quite safely. Now they are giving a report. It was safely locked. They are safe, safe. The padlocks were still on. They were still on. You don't understand what I'm saying. The padlocks were still on. Everything was there. The other common prisoners were still there. Praise God. The common men were still in prison. Yeah. And the guards were on duty. Eh? Even the guards, they were on duty guarding. They are guarding with guns. They are guarding. Oh, oh. They are also with their arms. Outside the doors. But when we opened it, we found no one inside. Eh? No one on the inside now when the military leader of the temple area and the chief priests heard these facts they were much perplexed and thoroughly at a loss about them wondering into what this might grow hey what they don't know where 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 will this thing go where is Fanero going you understand me where 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 The men whom you put in jail, has sta- now a guy comes to give a report now, the real report, the testimony of Christ, the testimony of Christ. But some man came and reported to them, saying, listen, the men whom you put in jail are standing right here in the temple, teaching their people. They're looking at your, listen, they're looking at your body, yet you're not your body. You're not, you're in the temple. You are in the, the real you is in the temple. Oh, listen. Paul says, listen. No, you know that your body is a temples of the Holy Ghost. Yours, it's your body. Yours. So who are you? Your body. Listen, if you come to my house, if you come to Pastor Zach's house and you stop outside, you won't see me, I'm inside. If you say, I came outside Pastor Zach's house and I saw him, you lied. You have to get in. <laughs> You've got to get in, You understand? I've got to invite you in. I've got to usher you in. That you may see the real pastor Zach. If you throw a stone on my window, it hasn't hit me. It has hit my house. Understand the mystery. Understand the mystery. Great is the mystery of godliness. Great, without controversy. Without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. The Bible says he was manifest in the flesh. But vindicated in the spirit. He was seen of angels. It means all la song de bahaya. The word "seen of angels" that's their ministry. They see you. The word "see you" is as though to usher your life. You understand? They they minister to your life. Do you understand? Your temples are bodies. Listen, your temple, your body is a temple. That's why he said. Go in the temple and tell them the words of this life. The words of this life. The words of this life come from the inside. I talked about the offensive word of God, which is called Rema. It comes, the words of this life. It comes forth from you. And rivers of living water shall flow out of your bellies. They shall flow. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. That's why you ought to speak in tongues. Don't waste time. Don't, Don't say, but you see, let me tell you something. Let me help you understand. The Bible says, he that speaketh in another tongue, another one. He's our know, only son, another one. The only, listen, everything in the Old Testament, listen, men demonstrated the power of God. They raised the dead. They healed the sick. Even in the Old Testament. The only demonstration that never happened, there was no speaking of tongues in the Old Testament. It's for the new creature. Only. There is no, listen, you will never find, Isaiah said, Isaiah said, listen, by stammering lips shall I speak to them. But he said, as they are labor, He said, by those ones, by stammering lips, shall I speak to those people. That's why the Bible says, he that prays the other time, edifies himself. He expands in the realm of the spirit. He comes to the realization that he's not a human being. He starts realizing, oh, I'm not a human being. I'm a god. Listen, there's sometimes when I pray in tongues, and it's it's terrible when I'm on the road, I realize I lose it. When when I'm having a walk and I start speaking in tongues and meditating on the word of God, before I know it, I have forgotten that I'm on the street. I am there, rab. Then sometimes when something happens and I realize, I start seeing people looking at me. I don't listen. Listen, there's there's a place where the spirit of God takes the ascendancy over your human mind. Listen, you start telling people you're blessed without knowing it. You tell them. You start ministering to men without your mental knowledge. He says, With stammering lips shall I speak to. You. Isaiah prophesies of a time of him speaking to men with stammering lips. The Bible says, He that prays in another tongue. The Bible says, he, The Bible says something very interesting. He prayeth not to men, he speaketh not to men, 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 but unto God. The Bible says, How baked in the spirit he speaketh mysteries, mysteries, intimacies with God, secrets, the divine purpose of God, the mind of Christ. That's why Paul says, We've got the mind of Christ. Listen, we're not ordinary. How did I meet Apostle Grace? One day I'm ministering. One day, you know, I used to have a habit where I used to stay. In, and one day I was speaking in tongues. I'm speaking. You know the Bible says we are speaking mysteries unto God. Mysteries. You understand? The Lord tells me go for a certain meeting. On Friday. They had told me about a meeting for campuses. A certain meeting. I came in. I sat. When I came in. He stood up when he came onto the pulpit. He said, I perceive there are men of God in the house. He says, please stand up and say hi. That's it. Listen. As you speak in tongues, you start speaking intimacies of the divine will. You start communing. He starts talking. You talk. You know, he talks. He talks. You talk. He talks. you You talk. You talk. He speaks. He says, go for that meeting, that young girl invite. That's it. That's all I needed to hear. That's Rema now that's another word, it's not a normal word not any meeting, go for that meeting the rest is history we have an error, it's history from that time so I I am not functioning I'm functioning in the mind of God you see, listen, there's a life God has listen, your job, your marriage your business that's all Maybe there's just one fella you needed to meet in that job. That's one guy, but because you listen, you're void of the plan and the mind of God. You don't know that guy. you passing him every day, every day. Later, Apostle Grace told me the Lord had told me that He was bringing other men of God in the house. That's how we became. That's how we started ministry with Him. That's how I began. Simple. I've got the word. He's got the word. That one. That it's over. It's over. It's over. Speaking in tongues is the word of God. The true mark that a man has been filled with the Holy Ghost. Because, listen, the Bible says, listen. He says, be ever filled. Ephesians. He ever, the Bible says, be ever filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, stimulated. It means your stimulant is the Holy Ghost. It means you, you stop speaking words of men. You start speaking the very words of God. The Bible says, man shall not live alone. But by every word that comes from the Lord. Every word. When Jesus, when Jesus met Nicodemus, he's, it's the time he introduced what it means to be born again. And in verse 7, he tells him, Marvel not at these things. The Bible says, You must be born again. You must, child of God. You must be born again. Nicodemus asks him in verse 10, He says, How shall these things be? He said, How shall these things be? Jesus in verse eleven responds to him and says, "Verily, verily, I say unto you." He says, "For we know, for we do know what we speak. We we do know the word there is ado. We do ado what we speak. We do ado the word ado is to perceive. We do we do perceive what we speak. we we, we, we our testimony is beyond sight. Our testimony is out of perception. It is deeper than." Praise God, I got a car. Ah, 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 that's not the testimony. No, you missed it. That's not the testimony. There's what they call the testimony of Christ. He says, we, we do speak what we do know. And the Bible says, and testify that which we have seen. It means when a man says, I am the righteousness of God, he's giving testimony of that which he has seen the Bible says for we overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of that testimony not testimonies not I got a car no there's a deeper testimony what I have seen I testify when I say I'm above and not beyond that's the testimony I'm testifying of what I have perceived in Christ I'm testifying of the anointing of God upon my life so when I say I am born again that's testimony when I say as he is so am I in this world that's testimony that's the testimony of Christ Listen, we're not mad. That's, listen. Jesus himself said it. He says, very, very, I say unto you. He said, we, not I. Oh, saka. He was talking over time. He, was, he didn't say I. He said, we speak. He says, we speak of that which we, which we know, which we aid It means the new creature speaks from the arena of perception. The awareness that he's born of God. The awareness that he's above and not being. The awareness that he's the righteousness of God. The awareness that he cannot die. The awareness, Do you understand me? That's the true testimony of Christ. Don't wonder, Paul. The Bible says a viper. A viper. I understand what is it. A viper. You don't understand. A viper. The Bible says he grabbed his hand. And there were certain barbarians looking at him. The Bible says it grabbed him. and he, The Bible says, and he, the scriptures call it a beast, not a normal. A beast is a man. Listen, it's an animal of power and strength. It's a beast grabbed Paul by the hand. Now the beast thought he was a human being. You see, the perception, is, you see, this is a man of perception. Paul is a man of the aware. He's aware. He's aware. He's aware. He's aware. He has understood, the, you know, the true mind of God. He's aware. A man who is aware. Does not say, oh God, I'm dead. He doesn't say, help me. The Bible says, he uh, says he shook off the beast. He just, he's aware of it. You see, when you're conscious of the realm, you will shake off, you understand me? You will push a car by mistake, you understand me? When a car is about to knock you, may do this and the car flies. You're aware. You're aware. You're aware of your life. When you become born again, you cease being a normal human being. The Bible says our real life is in Christ. It's in Christ. Your life is in Christ. Look at your life right now in Christ. See it, you understand. Close your eyes and look at your life. See the glory of God in your life. See the mind of God pertaining your life. The Bible says they that eat and drink unworthily. The Bible says eat and drink condemnation. Condemnation. The Bible says that's why many of you are weak weak. Many of you are sick. Many of you sleep. Why? Because you don't know how to eat. You have failed to discern the Lord's body. The Bible says, when he break bread, when he break bread, the Bible says, this is my body. This is, when he break it, he says, this is my body. This is my revelation. When he, took the, when he told them to take the wine, the Bible says, this is my blood of the New Testament. The scriptures go on and say, that, listen, this thing shows. It shows the death. The eating and drinking show the death. They demonstrate the death. Now, listen, it's not just eating. Holy Communion. No, 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 no. It's, listen, it's the utterance. It's the utterance. It means a man speaks conscious of the body of Christ. A man speaks conscious of the head. You see, listen, because we are the body, that means he's the head. It means when a man speaks contrary, that he does not discern the head, which is Christ. When you say I'm sick, you have not discerned the head. When you say I'm poor, you have not discerned the head, which is Christ. You are the body. You are the body of Christ. So listen, when Jesus said, we speak what we do know. We speak. We speak. We speak what we do know. I want to challenge you today. Speak what you know. <clears throat> speak what you know, what you perceive by who you are in Christ. It's simple. It's over. It's simple. Speak what you do know. Speak what, listen, the finished work of Christ in your life. The finish. That's all you need to speak. It doesn't matter what happens. Speak. When you come to this life, you start realizing. It doesn't matter what they throw, what the world throws at you, you can change it. That's all. I can change anything. I can change anything. That place, you stop fearing anything. That's the first dimension. When a man comes to the ascendancy of his life, one of the things that happens, he stops fearing about anything. I remember my wife, one time there was an issue and she told me, but don't you at least fear? She wanted to see some fear. He said, don't you, because listen, listen, listen because there certain times in your life where the true victory is no fear that's it the true victory the true testimony that you have overcome the bible says in nothing terrified by your adversary for this is an evident token of their destruction unto you of the salvation which is of god that means the moment a man ceases fearing that's the evidence of the destruction of his adversary those are our true battles in christ when a man doesn't care paul didn't care the bible says he shook it off he never paid attention that's all the problem is that in the body of Christ, listen, certain things have become idols. Our children have become idols. Our husbands have become idols. Our, oh, yeah, my child, my, my children are my life. My business is my oh, you know that all that nonsense. You understand me? Paul says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. Let's get to our feet right now. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I want to know God. Let's just raise our hands. You understand me? Raise your hands unto the Lord. Understanding who you are in Christ, what he has made you. See the finished work of Christ in your life. You're no longer a normal human being. You are God. You are God. You are God. You are God. You are, God. You are born of God. I see the greatest move of God in our time. This is our time. This is our season. Listen, it's time for you to take over everything in your life. Every situation you have overcome. This is the victory. You are born again. You are born of God. You are born of this The testimony of Christ. The testimony of Christ. The testimony of Christ. Ridego sie lava siga alabasondege Oh we are blessed Laga raba sie lebaso gere vaya Redege lebosie anda va alaba Lord we thank you Oh yabasondege alaba ya ba We just want to lift our hands to give you thanks of what you have done in our lives Oh raba siga alaba Oh thanks Thanks I give you
1: thanks
0: for all you for Rada maso bagala maso Ora so Oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. That situation, it's over. Let's give thanks. It's over. It's over. It's over. You are more than a conqueror. Oh, you are blessed. I pray that you may prosper as your soul prospers. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you might prosper as your soul prospers. That you might prosper, that the communication of your faith might be effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing that is in you, that is in Christ. Oh, la galabrosi galaba. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Funero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041 466 4291 or email us at FuneroCompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at Livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.